tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. And welcome to Tin Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. There we go. A little slow, but that's okay. Uh, it's okay, dude. You know I love you. Guys, I want to start off the show by thanking the two guys on the show. It's been a crazy week, and the, we've been recording all over the place. We've had to do some re-records on some stuff, so they've been very cool. So I want to thank both Xavier Guerrero and my good friend Johnny Woodard for being kind enough to work with us, work with me this whole week. So thank you guys. Love you, buddy. Love you. Of okay. Course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what's your social media, Xavier? XG marks the spot. Twitter, Instagram, and Johnny. Johnny Woodard on Twitter. Johnny A Woodard on Instagram. Okay, and I am Sam Triple at everything, guys. Uh, live shows are starting to cook tonight. I start putting shows together. Okay, but we have some booked in LA, as you guys know. I have two. Beautiful baby girls who are unrelenting, okay? They are running their father. So uh, I can't go on the road that much over the next couple months, so we're going to be doing a lot of local shows, Southern Cal shows, and it all starts this month. Uh, March 16th, I am live at the uh, Ventura Comedy Club. It's myself, Andy Letterman. Go grab those tickets. Daddy's got a whole bunch of new stuff. Trust me on that. I'm going to be going hard in the paint on just uh, dad life, this epidemic we're doing. You want to hear the good stuff, come see me live. That's the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. And then on the 19th, we're live at the Ice House, Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. This young man right here, this young Christian warrior, Xavier Guerrero, Eddie Bravo, myself, and I'm going to start asking some people to join. Uh, that is what I'm working on this week, uh, getting that going. Oh, I also forgot about next Tuesday is live is the Brody Stevens Second annual Brody Stevens Festival of Friendship. All the money going to the Comedy Store Mental Health Program for Comedians. Right now we have Steve Renazizi, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, Bobby Lee, Josh Wolf, and we're going to be adding people as we go. So come be a part of the show. Okay. Uh, then, so we had the ninth. No, we did the 16th, the 19th, April 11th. We are at the rec room in Huntington Beach. Eddie Bravo, myself, this young man. And uh, we're going to see if Johnny will go up and do a little time. We'll see what happens. That's right. We might be doing a second show. I still have to confirm with that. So grab your tickets right now. And then May 1st, we are at the uh, Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane, Washington. And then the following day, literally day 420, we are at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Eddie Bravo and myself. That's another Tim Foyle hat night. And then we're really excited. We're really excited. May 9th. Daddy's coming. Back to Chi-Town, okay? It's going to be Eddie Brown, myself, and Xavier Guerrero at the Den. Go grab your tickets now. We want to do two shows there, and the only way that happens is if you grab your tickets now. The first show is going to sell out. It's going to sell out, so grab your tickets now. These shows are selling out. 
We are there. We meet every conspiracy theorist in your neighborhood live at our show. So that's it, man. Uh, basically, the Patreon's been cooking with gas. I am now doing Johnny's idea. I'm now doing going to try to do one show a day, 20 minutes on each topic. A 20-minute banger out, okay? Go to Tinfoil Hat. Go to Patreon.com, Tinfoil Hat, okay? Go check that out. And then, finally, uh, we have our T-shirts. Dude, I got two T-shirts about to go up. It's going to blow your mind. So go to go to TinfoilHatT-shirts.com. Those T-shirts will be coming. We have all your favorites. Look into it. Uh, JF, uh, Alien Shot JFK, Once Upon a Time on This Flat Earth. They're all there for you to support the show. Um, today's show is brought to you by one of my favorite uh, sponsors. We love them with all of our hearts. Uh, it's our good, you know, as you know, I just had two kids and I can thank my good friends at Blue Chew. That's right. I'm 47, brother. I got a gun and I'm come to kill. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with doing a little backup. And that's what our good friends at Blue Chew are all about. Let's talk about some good sex, homeboy. Double bangers. I got two kids. That's God's going. You know what? Your style's good. I'm going to give you some points on that. Okay. Right. Just go to our good friends at Blue Chew. They will. Now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in the bed. Go to BlueChew.com. That's the color blue. Okay. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same, same active ingredients as FDA approved uh, Viagra and Cialis. Okay. We're talking anytime, anywhere, brother. Good to go on a full stomach, on an empty stomach. We don't care. Just make it happen, dude. They work up to twice as fast, as, and you can be ready anytime, anywhere the opportunity arise. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, bam, dude, I got a black belt. But I want a double black belt, and I get it from Blue Chew. Blue Chew is fast and easy and enhances your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor. No more waiting in line, none of that stuff. Shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew, I want mine to say, Blue Chew, American boners for American men in America for American ladies, okay? I don't want the discreet bag. I want everybody to know my ladies going to Pound Town, okay? And it's very simple. Right now, you guys, we got a very special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TINFOILHAT. And just pay $5 shipping after that, okay? Again, it's BlueChew.com, promo code TINFOILHAT. Foil hat. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster choice. That's real simple, dog. BlueChew.com, promo code TIT FOIL HAT. Holla at your boy. And that's it, dude. Business done. Let's get to it. This guy is a uh, television superstar. You know, he's a reality star programmer back when that meant something, when it had honor. <laughs> Not like these, these disposable people now. Uh, he's deep in the sports betting. He, I mean, the man is a legend of the game. Uh, he's going to give us all of the stuff. I mean, dude, he works with elite sports betting. I mean, it's going to go on and on. He's got everything going on. Uh, he's He started on Wall Street. I mean, dude, I got a list of credits here, but I just want to talk to him. Please welcome. You demanded it, and now you're getting it. The meeting of the minds, Sammy T, and my man, Tommy G. How are you, Tommy? Tripoli, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I love it, dude. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. The people have demanded it, and we finally made it happen. So thanks for coming on, dude. I'm just wondering what the fuck I'm doing on here. You're bringing on Nick Hinton and Jordan Maxwell <laughs> and 
Bishop La- Dude, Bishop Larry Gators might have been the best podcast episodes I've ever heard in my life. I had no idea who he was. And hopefully you're going to do a couple episodes between the one you just dropped and when this drops, because I really don't want to follow that dude because he's a monster. <laughs> don't worry. I, I never nice, learned more. We got a voodoo one coming out that's really great, too. So uh, that just pops. So, no, dude, it's great. That one, Matt LaCroix, these are LaCroix. wonderful conversations. Uh, I, you know, it's so funny. I think of this today. It's like there's so many people who are anti-conspiracy, right? But, yeah, everybody loves murder entertainment, right? <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Murder is just a conspiracy with one person against another person. You know, because a conspiracy is two people conspiring. Murder is just a conspiracy of one person committing something against another person. I don't understand why they could watch. Like, my baby mama watches, like, murder on a loop. The way we just leave Sports Center on, she leaves yeah. murder entertainment. And she, like, already knows every show it's on, and she still watches it. And she wants me to get life insurance. I'm like, are you crazy? You know exactly how to get rid of me and that no one will ever know it's you. I'm not getting any kind of life insurance. The funny thing, now that you talk about it, I had that conversation this morning. You know the Corey Feldman thing, the rape of two Corys or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah, it's very interesting. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, we have a death pool that we do. I do the No Mercy (laughs) podcast and we do all conspiracy theories over there. So we have a celebrity death pool and I took Corey Feldman in the first round because they got to be whacking this dude. But how crazy that Netflix runs nothing but serial killer documentaries, nothing but documentaries showing you how to murder people, chop up their body parts, get away from the police. But they refuse to air the Corey Feldman real life documentary about getting raped by all the Hollywood elites. And they didn't air it. And then they did the one documentary that's going to air once, one time and then never again. I mean, so I I got it. But it's a cash grab for sure. Well, it's, it's possible because if you say this long enough, you realize that everybody in this town is in on it. Not every, Okay, let me say oh, that. Of course. At the, the power structure of this Top town 1%. is all in on this. Okay? All of them. And they mu- and there's, you know, we got the thing coming out about, you know what I feel really bad for, man? And everybody kind of made jokes about it. But it's like you could see that her life has been torn. And that's Steven Spielberg's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen oh, yeah. her mugshot? It's yep. so sad. It makes me so sad. And some people, you know, I look at my, my daughters and I'm like, man, I mean, like, I'm so blessed to have them. But they're also blessed to have two parents that care for them, you know? And it's like, and it sounds so like, duh, it happens for everybody. No, it doesn't. People no. are born into a world of shit. This young lady was adopted by Steven Spielberg. It sounds like you, it's a blessing. But, dude, I mean, like. She started saying some stuff. She's like, man, I got molested all. And now she's been arrested. And that's a sad yep. face because she knows something bad might be coming. And now with this and the, uh, you know, the uh, crazy days and nights stuff coming out about a particular uh, director uh, not wanting to do his future projects because, you know, he uh, because of some audio that's coming out. And I 100 percent believe that is Steven Spielberg, allegedly. Right. <laughs> um I mean, a world of shit this person's into. And it's like, I, you know, I have friends of mine who I love with all my heart that were so into the Me Too movement, yet they're silent on this thing. And it's like, why? It's like, why does, why is it just white elite female entertainers are the only ones you care about? Children, you know, are the most, you know, defenseless people like i look at my kids i'm like they could do nothing to defend themselves 
If dad and mom doesn't do anything, they are fucked. <laughs> and these kids, these are can get thrown into it. So it's like, you know, it's like, and I'm going to be honest with you. You know, when you look at like 15, 16, 17 year old, like don't, you should not hook up with them. They are not mentally capable to, uh, to make a decision, right? And it, it can affect their life if, if they're sexually assaulted. That is awful. But I'm really about this kidnapping of these preteens and, and all. And like that to me is the worst, the worst, man. Well, I mean, if you look at it, and, and that's the thing I always talk about, you know, you judge someone by who to hang out with, right? And when you look at fucking Oprah, when you look at Michelle Obama, when you look at all these people, they're all fucking hanging out and bringing on their shows, John of God. And I don't know how many people know. I yeah. th- You may have touched on it at some point. We touched on it on a recent No Mercy podcast. This dude was literally harvesting fucking children yeah. and was all over Oprah's shows, never made the fucking news. No one talks about it. I can go talk to 100 people today. No one has any idea what's going on. The only thing they fucking know about is Epstein. And that's only because the people were smart enough to make this shit a meme and start making it pop culture and, and making it mainstream. And the shit that's going on right now with these CEOs stepping down is probably scarier than anything because there's the storm is coming. And I know we've been saying this forever that whether it's Trump or Q, whatever the fuck it is, is going to drop this storm. The storm is coming. You don't see hundreds of CEOs start dropping like flies, including including Bob Iger, who was my second round pick in the death draft. <laughs> just all of a sudden steps down from Disney, where he's basically got every child actor, celebrity singer running through Disney at some point. Steps down and he was brought into uh, what was it? The Weinstein investigation in August. They brought Bob Iger into it. That girl, I forget her name, Paz something, all of a sudden was saying he was a part of it. I think within the next year or so, we're finally going to start seeing these names dropping. We saw Nygaard just drop with well, his I, little fucking sex Tommy, island that he's got going you, on. Well, to be honest with you, man, they, the names have dropped. I mean, like, we've seen the huge arrests. Public, the problem though, mainstream. is we, we have not gotten the one we want. We want the cow. And then that cow is Hillary Clinton. And we want her. But we have seen major arrests going, like... They're just not the perps we want walked. There have been perps. But do you walks. think do you think sometimes we're stuck we're stuck in a bubble to an extent where we see it? You know, you see it, Bravo sees it, I see it, Sather sees it, all my co-hosts see it. But the problem is when you talk to the regular people, they don't know who, what the fuck's going on with Nygaard. They only know Epstein because of the fucking memes. Right. But they don't know anything that's going on with Nygaard or any of this stuff. So I don't it's not getting public. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, 100%. And that's done purposefully. That's why, you know, course, people... Yeah. They uh, control both, the media. Both mother mother and father have to work longer hours for less money. Nobody has time. It was all done purposefully. So now you want to get what's going on? Tune into this hour on TV where we're blatantly going to lie and program you into what's going on. And mm-hmm. that's done purposefully. Project and you and I both know that... Basically, dude, it's just like uh, these guys, especially people with kids, like they don't want to know the world we're living in. They don't really want to know, especially if they're successful parents, because then you might be like, am I contributing to this horrible, horrible rape train? Right. And nobody wants to think that people just want to make their money. And it's the funny thing. The funny thing is I I'm 40 years old. So most I'm single. So most of the girls I talk to are 25. I'm not going to talk to girls my age. No fucking (laughs) point in doing that. So. All these girls that are 25 have no idea what the fuck's going on. Everyone I know whose wives or any girl that I did talk to in their 30s who has kids, when we did the whole thing on sex trafficking, we did a whole No Mercy episode on Epstein, sex trafficking and all this, and I was putting forth on Instagram, 
explicit data, the same shit you do, the same shit we all do, right? Picture by picture, frame by frame. Here's the tie, this person, that person. And these girls are DMing me privately. They don't want to do it publicly going, what's this all about? And the second you start walking them down the rabbit hole, they have five-year-old kids, seven-year-old kids. They tune the fuck out, Sam. They don't want to know about it. They literally close their eyes and they say, I don't want to know about this. I'd rather be dumb. And I'm like, you got a seven-year-old fucking adorable girl going to school that could have fucking drag queens telling her stories and booty dancing and riding around a stripper pole in three weeks. You need to know about this. It's your obligation. You know, it's just like think about all this crazy stuff like compared to like what's going on today compared to even 20 years ago. Even I mean, 10. You remember? Yeah, 10, 20 years ago, there was this outrage that children and John McCain was part of this. Children, high school kids are shooting steroids. They're going right. to ruin their bodies. And people, <laughs> there were hearings on it and people were going nuts. We're like, we got to yep. protect the children. Today, it's like, give the kids hormone therapy. <laughs> Why not? Let them live their lives. Who are we Shoot to fucking judge? And I say it on here, dude. Like, you know, the trans agenda, I mean, people got to be tired of me saying the trans agendas drive me insane. Yeah, but uh, for me, dude, it's a CIA uh, psyop. I know trans is. people. I'm a little crazier than everybody else. I know trans people, and they hate that. They hate that the drag queens are going into there because they know it's going to be blowback on them. And yep. they are, those people doing that are selling out their own people. I've talked about it. Like, everybody loves, loves, uh, that uh, what's that one um drag queen show? Everybody loves it. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves RuPaul Drag Race. It's hilarious, right? Her doing that show on Netflix is selling out her own people. She's putting a bullseye on people because people are going to go nuts, and that's done purposefully to drive everybody crazy. The trans agenda is no different than when Hollywood tries to make people hate white guys and white yep. people. Like most white people don't give. I do. I'm gonna tell you this. Anybody black listening here. White people love having black friends. We cherish that shit. We love it. Like, dude, we almost want to, like, do, like, a Facebook invite telling everybody we have black friends, right? I mean, if you you really just took 10 white people on the street, how many, what percent, I'm asking everybody in here, what percentage of white people do you think are honestly racist? Two. One. One, maybe, maybe. And when when you, here's the thing about racist, like, they're taking it to, like, is every old white guy probably a little bit racist, 5%, 10%? Yeah, yeah, it's possible, obviously. Like, they were raised differently. It was a different time. This was ingrained sure. in them when they were up. But if you're talking about 25, 35, 45, 50-year-old men and women, no one's fucking racist anymore. And the people who are, it's like a tiny bit, right? Like, it's not this KKK bullshit that everyone's trying to push on everyone, that this white supremacy, the words that are being used nowadays, like, if you voted for Trump, which I did, and I'll admit that here. If you voted for Trump, you're a racist and you're a KKK member. I voted for Trump because I make a lot of fucking money and I don't want my taxes to go higher. That's the only reason I did it. It had nothing to do with being racist. And then if you go and say, oh, look, here's me and my three black friends. Oh, now you're the guy that's trying to claim to have black friends. Yeah, it's so stupid. Not, there's, no, there's no win. There's cancel culture. You're just fucked. You're just white and you're just racist. And that's how it is. Uh, you just yeah, got to eat. It's 100% true. And and then when now they say, oh, you're just going to say you have black friends. You're like, yeah, you know, racists don't do. have black friends. They, yeah, they don't. Exactly. You know, real race. Well, here's a couple things on racist. If you look at like white supremacists, if you really talk to them, they they hate their lives. They're depressed. They want to blame somebody else for their fuck. Oh, Johnny, you want to talk well, about white supremacists? And they never go, 
Well, I have a lot of black friends. Oh, oh yeah. Know, I mean, that, I've never, never heard a KKK that. member no, say that. No, what I will say is that uh, uh, that the Grand Wizard of the KKK <laughs> would bang Beyonce because your dick doesn't see race. They would your all. Di- they know? would all bang Beyonce. Yeah. all of them. Right. They Every totally single would. all of them. If there was, I don't care how black she is, they would all bang. Beyonce. I think a I think a, a white racist chick, if there is that real, <laughs> can't can't bang black guys because they just. But a dick don't give a shit. Dick don't care. My dick, dick's legally blind. Yeah, dick don't care. It can't smell. Right. It can't see. It just hits holes. You're right. And ask questions. A racist chick wouldn't fuck a black dude. Yeah, I, I would see her being uh uh-uh, no way, no how. So this one female comic who got on Saturday Night Live. Uh, uh, they were trying to accuse her of being racist. I'm like, she openly tweeted about banging black guys. I don't think women can bang something they don't like. I just, it's not the same thing. Guys, we're uh, years of being cavemen. <laughs> Our whole thing is like, we got to hit holes as quickly as possible because there's wild animals coming. Whether it's a hottie <laughs> or a fatty, we're hitting it and we're quitting it. Right, Johnny? Right? Always. I, right? I've, no blue I've, chew fu- needed. I've fucked fruit before. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, it doesn't I, need to have a pulse. When I was young, I, I banged my couch. That's a true story. Oh, but yeah. The, the I talk fucking, about uh, that. The, the bag with the jelly in it between the mattress the two, for the pressure. Yeah, I put of salami jelly. in between there, to be honest this with you dude <laughs> Salami. i was young you, you, threw it, you threw it away after right i think i did <laughs> no you ate it like a fucking savage i am a savage brother <laughs> um so we're going through all this is this is a this is mental warfare because what you do is you allow people who haven't had an ability to haven't achieved their goals yet an excuse so it's much easier to believe that there's outside forces holding you back then trying to find what is your fault. You know, What's in recovery, that's all. I mean, the first thing you learn in recovery is like your problems in your life are directly from the decisions you make yep. and your attitude and how you interpret energy. That is all your th- dude. Social justice war is like, dude, you were born this and they hate that and everything yep. against you. And it's like, if you put energy, bad energy out, bad energy comes for you. And that's just the truth. Don't you think this is part of the programming, though, right? Like we talk about what they do and why they do. We talk about so much shit in children's movies, right? And all the predictive programming that you see with the young kids. It's all basically to weaken our culture, right? They're moving towards a weak, androgynous culture. That's the goal of the elites, whether it's the Boule, whether it's the, you know, Bilderberg, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. They're trying to weaken the culture. And I gave the example uh, on the podcast a couple weeks ago about ADD. Right. Like you can listen to me and you talk for 30 seconds and you know we're ADD. Yeah. Right. This, this shit didn't just get fucking invented three years ago. We were ADD when we were seven. We were ADD at 47. Yeah. We're ADD at 40. Yeah. So what happens then we grew up in a different time when you had to be fucking tough. And yes, we were ADD in school. And I used to get kicked out of class and my mom used to just think I was a complete fucking nut job. And they tried to give me Ritalin, which was the Adderall back then. And I didn't like it. I took it for three days. It dumbed me down. It made me different. So I didn't touch it. So we were just taught, like, fight fucking through it. My brother, who I do the podcast with, had a learning disability. He couldn't process reading comprehension. We just called him fucking stupid. And we just said, <laughs> be smarter, right? Like, and you had to fight through it. And maybe that wasn't the 100% right thing to do. But we didn't start dumping, popping pills at fucking seven years old and blaming society and blaming genetics. And it toughened us the fuck up. With these kids nowadays, every little fucking problem they have, we're feeding them a pill, we're sending them to a counselor, we're giving them a coaching session, we're putting them in a support group, and you just have this generation of millennial 
ridiculous fucktard snowflakes that are taking over and being brainwashed, and and that's basically the it's, new culture. That's the new normal. It's done on purpose, nowadays. dude. It's done on purpose to get everybody hooked yeah. on pharmaceuticals. The pharmaceutical company has their claws in everything, dude. And you know, I mean, just take a look at you know the, the episode we did on Kobe. Uh, you know, look at these wars like World War. World War One was about getting the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. out of Germany back to the U.S. Vietnam, Vietnam, uh, Afghanistan, all about the poppy fields. OK, I mean, like it's it runs deep, man. It runs. I mean, dude, the the, all, the pharmaceutical companies created all the Ivy League schools. We have a whole war called the drugs war, the drug war yeah we have a we're drug on drugs, war. right dare and all that yeah. shit yeah i remember dare remember dare remember oh. dare when we were younger but have you guys had dare yeah well we we uh we started dare fool <laughs> <laughs> it's like breakdance y'all kids all think you started break i've been breakdancing since 85 dog I was eating ass and breakdancing all at the same time, dude. I was way ahead of my time. I was breakdancing with a mullet, dude. That's that's some real shit there. But it's all part of that, dude. It's all part of that. It's all meant to be like cashing checks. It's either the military-industrial complex or the pharmaceutical companies. That's what everything is there to do. Is there to just... College, man? They are turning out children that have zero chance to make it in the workforce. And why? Why? Because they want them to get on pharmaceuticals to deal with the fact that they can't come to grips with that the world that they've been pushed into does not exist. No one gives a fuck about them either. The world that they were taught doesn't exist. Yeah, they don't. I I think there's – I mean I started this right when White Claw came out. I'm like you. Anything (laughs) that comes out and I think when – sometimes we talk to like the higher level conspiracy theorists when we do our shows, right? Because – that's our target audience. That's the people that tweeted it the most. That's, you know, we, we feel like we've brought everyone along to where they're at our level. But the new listeners and stuff that come on board, I try to teach them how to kind of reverse engineer a conspiracy theory, right? So what I do personally is anything I see or hear, if it looks shady, I assume it's completely rigged against us and a conspiracy. And then I work my way backwards because the cognitive dissonance, you got to kind of abandon yeah. that or else it'll destroy you. So I start believing Something is 100% true, and then I try to disprove it myself. So with White Claw, when that shit came out, I'm like, there's, drug, there's drugs in White Claw. Like, that, 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 there's no way this fucking thing could get this popular this fast and be all over social media, and they all, all these fucking influencer trolls posting fucking videos, Popeye's Sandwich. There's drugs in Popeye's Sandwich. I, I will bet my life that there are drugs in both those two fucking things. So what I did... Obviously, you look at my fridge right now. I do nothing but bring 25-year-old chicks over. So I always have a fridge full of white claws, right? You got to keep the white claws in a fridge. They're not for me. So one night I was like, you know what? Let me try this shit. Bro, have you had those? No, dude. I, I don't drink, dude. I, no, I try them. Okay. Spend one night. Oh, you don't drink. But and anyone else in the He'll studio. He'll do it. Yeah. I've, had, I've had them. You had them? Okay. I've, I've have had, you had a, a bunch claw. of them? Uh, two max. Okay. Not, Here's what I need mean, you to do. Right. Take a night when you're, you do it when you're hanging out with chicks or not. But take one night and drink five of those fucking things. (laughs) And tell me that that is not – it doesn't have you a different type of high than if you did five shots of tequila or drank ten beer. There's something in that shit that makes you twitchy and you lose all inhibitions whatsoever. If I pan left, there's a beer pong table in my fucking living room. And that's that's the way that, you know, you bring the chicks over, you start playing beer pong, you start betting on it, strip beer pong. You know, one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, you're having a bukkake party in the living room. (laughs) 
But, but the White Claw is the thing that jumps it off. You don't need drugs anymore. All you need is a case of White Claw. So and White Claw is the new cocaine? So what, White Claw is the new cocaine? There's cocaine and White Claw. White. Soylent, Soylent Green. Really? So, do you think I'm that? telling you. I'm dude, telling you there's something in that shit. used to be in Coca-Cola, and I wouldn't doubt it. And, dude, there is a... There is, I mean, it's so interesting when you're not, when you watch a show, right, and you are not the demographic that show is for, so mm-hmm. it, it's, it goes wrong mm-hmm. hole right Children the shows. You, you just see the fucking programming going on. And, it, you know, like I said before, the black community has been so manipulated, they don't even get it. And this for us, by us stuff has created it so they just... Then my friend Scott talked about this before, about how they've really done a disservice to the black community by making it so you couldn't criticize the black community. Because what happened there is they were allowed to just do... There was nobody with any voice going, hey, man, this might not be a good idea. It was it was like my buddy from, from high school, he's going to play wide receiver in college, and he got two offers, one from Washington State... Washington, uh, the Huskies, and one from a predominantly black school, and his dad goes, go to Washington because life isn't all black. You're not going to only mm-hmm. deal with black people. Be- and right. th- Because now you just got everyone yes-anding, and no one going, dude, that's a crazy thought right there. So now you got this, this community that's been isolated, right? And they're just doing their own shit that it gets to kind of crazy that they that this notion that you should be wearing like a fucking uh, 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 do-rag and a fucking jersey to a, 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 a job interview. Because nobody told you that's not that's not white. That is that is that is not the culture of money. That's you know it's like they made oh this oh you just don't like our culture. Your culture is contrived. All culture is contrived. There's no culture that isn't contrived. It, you know the feminism, uh, the hippie culture, black culture. You just go on for it's all contrived bullshit. And they they haven't had anybody to. So this is the same thing can be applied to women. The the push. To make women just give it up. And, go, hey, as four guys on a show, we love that. Right? It's easier oh, yeah. the better. But it's like, does Huge that man. put them in a good position? The Super Bowl was an example of that. Oh, yeah, my God. We're looking up her, and she's got bathmint right there, yeah. and everyone's calling us crazy. You know? I mean, it, it, it literally, the, the fucking J-Lo outfit was like, how do you show that to someone and them think you're nuts? That's literally a fucking goat head across her stomach. Like. And, then you had Shakira with the X, the X uh, with her thing tied up the same way they used to do with the torch. I mean, I mean, it's so fucking obvious when you step away from it. <laughs> or when she did that tongue thing, blah, 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 whatever that yeah, was. With the, with the, I'd never seen a microphone with veins before. You see that thing? It looked like a dick in her hand as she was doing it. <laughs> and everyone, you know, it's like when I was a kid, if I was listening to this, I'm like, those old guys are crazy. It's like, I get why right. you think that because you haven't seen enough. It's like when the crazy Christians were like, metal's about the devil. You're like, shut up. I'm <laughs> rocking, right? And, and it's like, it turns out they were totally right. They were right, yeah. The, the pro- you know who the best was? And you had him on too. I've actually become very good friends with Larry Johnson. Um, I met. I go to the FanDuel Sportsbook a lot. Loves black friends, right? Look at yeah, 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 talking yeah, yeah. about I'm his I'm just saying friend. that so you don't think I'm racist. I have a black friend. I, <laughs> yeah, love I have. Him. I have a black friend, and I'm actually friends with his, the Godfather of his child, Tony Richardson, who is also black. Look at but, you. Um, oh shit! So yeah, many I'm black falling people. right now. I just doubled my <laughs> friend. I'm surprised you're not up for a BT award. <laughs> <laughs> Realize he asked, he asked Larry Johnson. He's like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" He has no idea who I am. But no, I met uh, Tony Richardson, who played for the Chiefs. 
And uh, I run a gambling company, the elite sports betting company. So we go to the FanDuel VIP. It's a sports book. We're in there all the time. And I was talking to Tony Richardson, who played for the Chiefs. And, you know, he was up there hanging out. And he's, we start talking a little bit about conspiracy theories. Right? I think he followed me on Twitter and then saw that I was into conspiracy theories. He goes, you got to talk to my boy, Larry. And I had no idea it was Larry Johnson. And I'm like, yeah, bet. Like who? And he's like, you know, Larry Johnson. I'm like, of course, I fucking had him on my fantasy team. He won me a championship in 2005 or whatever it was. So in talking to him, and I know you had him on the show, too, so I'm sure he probably hit home with you, too. People who first run into his Twitter, at uh, 2 johnson 7 I think it is, think he's batshit, right? Like, they think this dude's fucking insane because he's the first person to run out and say Dwayne Wade's sacrificing his child. Yeah. He's the first one to run out and say Snoop Dogg sacrificing his child. Kobe Bryant was killed. Predictive programming. But the more I've talked to him, because we talk, you know, not daily, but weekly, and when he talks about the black community and what they're doing to hold them down and how they're buck breaking and how they're having them worship these false idols like Satan, like Beyonce and these motherfuckers. It, it's really crazy when you dig that. I think we got to when we're speaking to regular people. And this is the tough thing. Once you go deep like you do and you get down to this woke lane, when you're talking to regular people, I think there's a. We got to be careful because we want to make everyone believe and understand what we understand. And it frustrates us if they don't. Right. So I think there's like a process to break in someone new to conspiracies. And then they'll get to the point where they understand about the boule and Le- LeBron James having a fucking boule tattoo on his goddamn chest. Yeah, okay. And all the shit that's going on. Okay. He's got a he's got a black fraternity, college fraternity logo on his chest. And he didn't even go to college. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here that's such a good point what are we talking about here hey real quick i know i just did the read but there's a possibility that the blue chew uh the the blue chew promo code could either be tinfoil or just hat so it's either tinfoil hat or tinfoil or hat try all of them i think it's either tinfoil or tinfoil it's either tinfoil hat or tinfoil so try either one of those Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, dude, and it's like we just did an episode coming out next week. We had the very uh, well-researched Adam Green, and he was talking a lot of uh, Hebrew scriptures and how what they say about, you know, the view that Hebrew should have of themselves and others. And it's very dark. And I know what he's reading is true because he's well-researched. So to, to put that out is very scary because – there's some people out there that no matter what angle you have on that, they're going to get upset with you. And it sucks. But I want this show to be the place that we have these conversations. Where we're like, hey, dude, what's going on with anti-Semitism? What's going on with Zionism? What's going on with the boule? What's going on with transgenda? The places you can't get all that. I, like, dude, I don't know why people think we get off on this. It's like it right. literally isn't like, oh, you just liked it. I'm like, dude, I, I see children getting hurt. I see poor people who have done nothing to anything other than be poor in the wrong place, getting fucked, and it kills my soul. And I just don't worry about all the woke targets that they just want to protect. Women, gays, that's it, basically, right? I mean, like, that's who they care about. Like, being woke is being, like, a white 20-year-old who's got a black boyfriend and a gay, like, spin <laughs> instructor. That's all they care about. <laughs> no, not to derail this, but, Sam, having children, has it changed how you feel about 
Uh, I know you went hard already, but has it changed your perspective even even more on, on like pedoph- pedophilia and stuff? Dude, yeah. I mean, it makes me so, like I'm changing them today, and I'm like, how could you hurt something like this? And there's just what about your friends? What about your friends? That because you're you're so woke that obviously it's going to be there. Because this is what bothers me: the people who aren't woke that you hang out with, the people who are kind of still half asleep. Who have those kids when you talk to them? Do you broach this issue with them and ask them what they think about Epstein and John of God and all this shit? No, they don't know who John of God is. I just had a conversation with some female comic out from, I know right there I'm fucked, but uh, from um, New York, right? I had this conversation with her and we were talking about how, um, how uh, we were just talking about how the DNC is just throwing this whole thing. It's so purposely done. You know, it's just so perfect, per, just done. They'd rather have Trump than any other than their satanic pedophile people. Because at least Trump gets the military stuff going, deregulates everything. That's what they fucking like, right? Uh, so, but Trump, I, I, I think this stuff going on with China right now, okay, is purposeful, done by the Chinese government to, in fact, hurt, uh, hurt the U.S. economy. To get Trump out of office. That's my yeah. God honest truth, man. I, I think that's what is going on. Is there a virus? Yes. Is the virus going to hurt? Yeah. I mean, let's face it, man. Bill Gates hates old people. This virus that he owns <laughs> is killing old people. Why do you it hate is. old people? Why do you hate grandma, Bill Gates? Because you're killing them, right? I mean, it's just, a, it's just the truth, man. Those people died up there were late 70s, 80 years old. It's all old people. Yeah, Dude, it's did all you, have you seen the numbers? It's like no kids are dying at all. Like 0.2% are kids. Everything is, eight, what is it, 75, I think it was, 75 or older. That's all they're killing off. Yeah, it, it, all- it was definitely a bioweapon. Mm-hmm. It was definitely man-made. It's tanking the stock market, so it's doing exactly what they're supposed to do. These dumb fucking Dems in this debate last week, literally as the stock market's crashing 3,000 <laughs> points, have a whole fucking debate stage to talk to the world. And they don't mention one thing about the stock market crashing under Trump and even try and blame him. That's how stupid they are, even though it's not his fault. But I'm so I have a very, very, very reliable source. And I know we've heard rumors out there, but this is not even a source. This is literally the person I trust most in the world who is Is good friends. (laughs) It it is not a step below that. Like half a step below Uh, Jesus. uh, 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 So second person. (laughs) Yeah, like second most reliable. (laughs) Uh, Very good friends with this doctor, right? So this doctor in Jersey is on, like, the fucking all-star team for presidents, right? I'm not going to say his name, but he travels with whoever the current president was, Obama, Trump, whoever it is. He's also one of the head guys on the emergency hazmat response team for New Jersey. So this is a big fucking dude. This is, like, top 20 in the whole state of New Jersey. They sent him out four months ago to Nebraska, and they had them on an emergency training. This is four months ago, way before the coronavirus. Emergency training that China was working on a weapon of mass destruction, They didn't name it, but they said it attacks your respiratory system. They don't have a cure for it. They went through this whole fucking breakdown of it. And he said then, two and a half months ago, told my friend, within the next six months, there's going to be a virus that's going to attack all of America. They're going to send it over here to America. And this is a bioweapon. And they think it's already spreading in China, even though they're not reporting it. And there's also rumors that they took the first batch of Americans to Nebraska to treat them secretly and tried to see if they can get it under wraps. But these are people who are on the fucking administration hazmat team and travel with presidents that are talking about this shit. Pretty believable, but that's all this is. This is just completely a man-made bioweapon. 
But do you think it is? It is like going to be the plague that fucking Bill Gates has been jerking off to. It's a Here's plague of China. I, th- I think. I think it accidentally. Someone got infected in Wuhan accidentally too early. I think there was a plan to release this. I don't know how they were going to release it. This is also based on my source, what they told me. But the plan was for this to be a larger scale thing that was supposed to attack America. And they were actually supposed to kind of touch in China, but get it here. But someone got infected and it started to spread. So they had to just kind of fucking say it was this seafood market and all this bullshit. So I think it can I think it came out a little earlier than they wanted to. I think it was an accident. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I just think this thing is, I mean, I, I'm not saying your sources are right. Cause obviously you trust them. I, it could be, it could be nothing, but I just, I, I mean, like people are acting, people are buying everything up. 3000 people have died in a world of 7 billion. Okay. I mean, how many people die every year? Somebody said something. Like, there's way, like, the most simple things ever. People die from socks or something. There's, like, a crazier number of people that die from that. They die from the common cold. Yeah. They, more people die right. from the common cold than they do and, from And that's what I this think this is. Because if, if you think about the problem that we have in America upcoming, I mean, I ran, I worked on Wall Street. I ran stock trading classes. We talked about, you know, retirement, Social Security, all that bullshit. The big problem that overpopulated countries have, especially China, and then you could even count the USA in it because of all the boomers that are retiring, going to eat into all the Social Security. They need to kill these fucking people off. You know, Bill Burr (laughs) said it all the time, right? We need to get rid of a billion people, right? And we'll be good. So this is part of the process. I don't think this is a fucking bioweapon that's going to destroy everyone under the... No, they're going to go fucking get the old people. It's going to be a new flu. They'll probably wipe out, you know, a couple million people, and then they'll come up with another thing six months from now. Well, and a good argument for that, too, you mentioned it earlier. Most flu, like the standard flu, children are as susceptible to that as old people. But this one is, like you said, it's killing no young people. It's just old people. It's very unusual. Just Just old old people, people. yeah. And that's why why I don't think it's anything we need to be concerned about. I think our bodies will fight it. There's nothing's going to happen to me or you if we run into someone who sneezes with the fucking coronavirus. They're going to make a hype out of it and try to crash the market before the election. But yeah, this a lot is of just to wipe out the old people that have, have face those. A lot of young people don't yeah. even get symptoms. And, they yeah. don't know they, and then they yeah. sneeze on an old guy and yeah. he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, and the old guy dies. So fuck well, you know Why do you hate grandma so much? Why? No, you know who's benefiting? China. Yeah. They have all these people quarantined. And if you, had a, if you were protesting, if you were making a... Yeah. Anything they're just oh, gonna the timing, up you. Yeah. yeah, they're just oh, gonna dude, up that's, them. I think this is more of any more than that. I think this is them wanting to thin the herd mm-hmm. to get rid of protesters. And I really do believe that China and the neoliberals are trying to tank the US economy so they get rid of Trump, which makes me go, What is Trump? That's why what they have is the, Trump? Is yep. he if the, if he, if there's some actual thing going on where I don't if you think it is okay. For us to have trade with China where they can put tariffs on us, and but we can't tariff them, you have Stockholm Syndrome. You, right. e- you either own a lot of stock, okay, and you think it's okay to fuck your own country for a dollar, or you have Stockholm Syndrome. And you are, are just brainwashed into thinking it's okay. I mean, like, dude. Some of these deals, that's one thing Trump has done well. Like, I'll sit there and go, what is what has a president done well? I mean, George Bush did nothing well. Like, we could all agree on that. Right? Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. we thought he did some cool shit because we liked him and he 
He's chasing Poon. He's playing sax. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he, he was black people over. He was probably in the talk of top five worst presidents mm -hmm. of all time. The funny thing about Clinton that a lot of people don't know about Clinton started those ninja loans, those no income, no job, no asset loans. So that's why they call him the first black president, right? Because he did so much to allow the black community to get access to loans, get access to money. Those ninja loans are what caused the housing mm -hmm. crash 10 years later. There were no income, no job, no asset loans. They were giving everyone and their fucking mother a home just because they had a pulse. And they had these rates that ballooned up 5, 10, 15 years later. And it was all premeditated, but it made him look like a genius. And then it crashed during Bush, who was absolute complete garbage from top to bottom. But all this stuff, you don't know what the fuck the impact was. There's a good chance Trump will go down as the greatest president in the history of the world in 15, 20 years. There's a good chance he'll go down as the worst in the history of the world in 15 years. You don't really know until we're out of the out of the forest. For sure. Johnny, you wanted to say something? Oh, no, I was the, on the Clinton thing. Yeah. I mean, if you can you can go back and watch the press conference where he was talking about housing. And I mean, they're celebrating this this awful program like it's the greatest thing ever invented. Well, I mean, I think they, they're celebrating because they secretly know they're creating assets out of nothing. They're giving mm -hmm. fake money to people. They're using this fake money to buy an asset. They know they're going to default, and now the bank gets the asset yeah, But back. they're just enri yep. enriching mortgage brokers and bankers. I mean, I, it's, and and, and which if you are their friends. Yeah, that's what if they're supposed to But what I'm saying is, they're if you watch the press conference, they're surrounded by like black homeowners that just newly got homes that they surely lost. All of them lost at some point. You know what's and very – go on. Sorry, Tommy. No, no, no. Go on, Sam. Finish. Do, do you know uh, something very interesting, Johnny, and, and actually, and Tommy's that? Do you know those uh, extreme home makeovers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you hear like how like it went so bad for the people? Pay the taxes. They, they could couldn't pay the, pay taxes. the yeah. taxes, and they kept they getting broke, robbed. Yeah. They kept getting robbed. That's so. So <laughs> it's insane that they're doing it again. And why are they doing it again? Guess what? The bank gets that house. They get, the, you know, the TV show gets ratings that they're helping people, and a bank walks away with a fucking full-on new playpen. So it's so awful. It's ridiculous. And you could, you could tie that to the suppression of the black community too, right? Like to try and look like you're propping them up and driving them down. Another thing Clinton did, not to spend too much time on Clinton, but you guys know what the Glass-Steagall Act is? Yes. Okay, so I don't know if you've done any pods on it or if you talked about We've it. We've done a little bit on it, but go in on it. So, so the Glass-Steagall Act was in 1933. It was after the Great Depression, right? What they did is they built this fucking law where the Im investment banks weren't allowed to get involved in stocks and aggressive high-risk uh, activities, right? So it was to prevent the banks from crashing the market. You know, Clinton, six weeks before he left his second term, repealed Glass-Steagall secretly when no one was watching, when there was tons of other shit going on, allowing Goldman Sachs and all these other fucking yep. banks to do what they did to crash the economy in 2008. That was his payback to the fucking fat cat elites that supported him for eight years. He basically released the biggest thing in the history of the world, and it tanked the whole entire economy. And he never got a fucking whisper for it because it happened eight years out of, after he was out of office. Well, I know he, he, is, he is definitely credited with the, the, the bank problems. He's credited with the media problems. He's credited with, I mean, like, dude, outside of Woodrow Wilson and the Bushes, you'd be hard to find a worse president than Bill Clinton. Well, and Sam, it supports your idea of there being realms, you know, with because the way these bankers operate, they're it's clearly going to all come crashing down, and they don't care. They just don't yeah. care. They just yeah. it's all about now and consuming and absorbing uh, resources and you know destroying lives basically. But they don't care, and, and and why would they not have any long term view? It's because it's this they're operating on this different frequency that yeah. we like to talk about, and, and and they just 
they're they sold their soul. Yeah, exactly. They're here to destroy. Yep. And they're just they're going to go down to a lower realm, and they just get to that point where you just don't care. It's kind of like what we've talked about about these, you know, boulets and how like. Dude, they sell their soul. Like, dude, there's a good chance Dwayne Wade sold his soul. 100%. There's a good chance. And, like, just because, like, LeBron probably did, too. And I hear LeBron's, and I got, I know a guy just had dinner with him, say he's the nicest fucking guy. But it's like, dude, that dude, it has darkness, man. And, you know, guess where Dwayne Wade is arguably number, what number is on greatest shooting guards of all time? Three. Third. Guess who's number two? Kobe, right? I mean, like, how do you have a literally a cornrow of the pedophile symbol oh, in your crazy. head? And then your kid, like, listen, dude, I, I'm very sensitive to everybody demonizing people. I don't think the key is to go back to where we religiously oppress people because uh, for their what they want to do sexually with adults. Because I honestly believe that the demonization of gays, the gay lifestyle, has caused closeted men to be used to do dark art shit. Right? Like, hey, dude, we know you, you've been blowing truckers on the weekend. You're going to pass this law. You're going to help us get this war started, or else everyone will know you love trucker dick, right? And that's been done. And you see that in rap, too. Like, they can't stop demonizing the gay lifestyle. And, like, I'm not saying pro gay, I'm saying you do you. I'm like, I have a very hard line of. You do you. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, whatever you want to do with consenting adults, I might not be into it, but that's your thing, man. But you probably are. And I probably am into it, actually, (laughs) now that you think about it. But the point is, is that, uh, you know, so, so when we see rappers always like, was Tupac gay? Probably. And that's yeah. why they use him to promote this gangbanger shit. And when he tried to come out saying, hey, dude, I, I want to get off this record label and I want to get I want to do something different for the community. They off this motherfucker. And, it, you know, I'm really amazed. And you know, I got to be honest with everybody here. There wasn't as much blowback from the Kobe episode as I thought there would be. But there was I was too. I was surprised when we did it. I was afraid to do it. I waited two weeks and, I, and there was no blowback on my part. There's either. none. And I'm like, there shouldn't be because this is they've been assassinating black leaders forever. And you remember, dude, you remember this, Johnny? I said this to you. The first thing when you went to Google, what did it say? Day of assassination. Yeah, yep. yeah, the first day. Right. And yep. everybody's calling me crazy. They're like, oh, dude, that's the Wikipedia page. That's a, nope. that's an aggregate of everything. I go, go on the page. There's not one word of assassination. Right? So it's like. Hiding it. Dude, it's, it, it's crazy shit. We, and it's just like it's done over and over and over again. This site, it's all about getting. I remember, dude, in like the 90s, I think. Well, 90s or early. Yeah, early 2000s. But I think it was the 90s. Jennifer Aniston was quoted as going, listen, I know if I want to have a baby, I don't need a, a man to raise it for me. What? <laughs> what? There couldn't be any worse fucking message to send to a woman. Then, the, dude, you don't need a man to help you raise a kid. Now, if no, you just get pregnant. nannies, yeah. Well, she don't need yeah. a man. She doesn't need a man. She's got she millions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. She don't need a man, but everyone oh, grabbing Jennifer that. Aniston? Yeah, Yeah, she course. don't need a man. And but by every- the way, she hasn't had kids. Yeah, that's why she's a fucking train wreck, right? Right? She doesn't have kids. 
and she's lecturing. It's amazing how these people lecture people. Like Oprah is always lecturing people about how to do, like how to lose weight, and she's a fat fuck. Or, or like right, how to raise your kids. She has no kids. Or like Bill Maher hoping yeah. for the common. For the comedy yeah, crash? Oh, yeah, because you got fucking money. Yeah. You don't yeah. give a fuck. Exactly. Everyone else is tripping the fuck out. We yeah. don't want that shit to happen. For 100%. And that's why, like, the Kardashians have been, simply made a deal with the devil. And you can tell by their fucking floor mats, it's checkerboard, the clothes they wear, all dark arts. And their whole thing is, we want you to fuck every unavailable, <laughs> horrible <laughs> man you can fuck. And we want you to have kids with them. And we want people to watch that to think it's a good idea to fuck SoundCloud rappers, okay? <laughs> you don't think I worry about that? I have two daughters. I'm like, how long do I got to have that talk? Like, rappers don't make good boyfriends. Bad, <laughs> bad boys make bad boyfriends, make bad husbands, make bad fathers. You're not going to change them. The only thing you're going to be changing is the diaper of that kid you're raising by yourself, okay? It's not good. Oh, and then you they'll tell this- you? And then they tell you that uh, she's the first uh, millionaire. Billionaire. Oh, she, oh billionaire. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. First self-made. That's yeah, my favorite cause part. Because she self-made. did it by herself. Because she wasn't given, like, just like Trump, when they say Trump made all that money by himself. I was like, your dad hooked you up. What Dude, you? that billion should go to one black dick that got sucked <laughs> by her sister. Going a lot of black dicks. Have you seen his? You've seen his Billy Eilish shit, right? Oh, uh, I mean, dude, and like it's so funny dude. because it's like you guys just are uh, like. Uh, oh, by the way, Stephen, let's get into Stephen King real quick, and then we'll get back to Billy Eilish. Stephen King, who told Corey how Corey ha- or what's his name, Corey Feldman, uh, Feldman, Feldman to chill out or some chill shit. Out while he's there's all these logs of him going on Epstein's island. Okay. Pictures of him with Drew Barrymore as a child lighting his cigarette. It's like, dude, are you fucking serious, man? I mean, imagine being telling a rape victim to chill out. What's the latest on Billie Eilish? I hadn't heard the. the what's no, have you se- have you seen the bury a friend video? Yeah, yeah, dude, I sent it to Sam as soon as the first time I. That's that that video where it's the one Bro. where she's in bed, right? With the, so I didn't yeah. know who the fuck this girl was, girl guy, fucking whatever the fuck this thing is. Dude, even the but, chicks you're banging are too old to know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. So the uh, so I didn't really know who the fuck she was. I'd heard her name or whatever, and then obviously when they sacrificed Kobe and the next day was the Grammys, kind of like they did with Whitney Houston. Um, you know, they had the big fucking big event to fucking ceremony to anoint the new queen of fucking you know the illuminati or whatever the fuck you want to call it so i'm sitting there going this is a little weird they did this before the grammys all right let me tune into this just like every other numb fuck like let's see if they do some kobe <laughs> shit because i was a big kobe fan doesn't matter what you think about conspiracy theories it was sad i was upset it's that incredibly he, tragic yeah horrible and i literally thought he got murdered and when i did the whole podcast on kobe people initially were like you can't do a podcast on kobe being murdered i'm like first of all if any of my family members died and I didn't know how they died or why they died, what's the first move for any family member? It's to dig as deep as you can to find out what happened to them and if someone killed them. So I'm doing a service to Kobe Bryant yeah. by digging in to see if he was murdered. Just like I did when you did the 9-11 episode. I did a 9-11 episode on No Mercy. Uh, we're doing a service to the victims to help them find out what really fucking happened and then when I'm watching the Grammys, this fucking Billie Eilish thing, creature in reptile gear, walks on the fucking stage. And I check out the Bury a Friend. I mean, forget the lyrics, the video itself. I'm watching the video right now. Sell my soul to the devil. 
sacrificed my friend. And it's just her being MK Ultraed, exactly. stuck with needles, mm -hmm. raped, mind control. Like, ha, 60 fucking million views on YouTube, and that's just YouTube. Hundreds of millions of what teens no, it's, are uh, watching this girl sweep the Grammys. It's, I just an feel like we're going to get tagged, yeah. so it's why do it? 300 billion views on YouTube. Get the fuck out of here. Is that Doesn't what it is? say billion. There's no way you're Can't be billion. I just fuck with you, Dude, he's doing, he's doing, I'm uh, just fucking he's with doing you. math in a second language, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people from shoving that on the public. Like, what would you do if your kid was watching that? Yeah. Uh, well, dude, that's the whole thing is like now this is the attack to make girls feel like they're pieces of shit. Right. You know, why does Netflix bring back a show which is credited with causing a mass suicides? Because that's what it's there for. Right. These people at the top, they're here. Dude, they're reptilians, man. And they're yep. here to make us miserable because they feed off our agony. It just it doesn't. It, no other explanation works. Well, dude, it's the plot of another show on HBO right now, The Outsider. It's this, this old being that, dark energy, that yeah. goes around and feeds off the sorrow of, of families of raped and murdered you children. Wanna, you want to tie it back? Who's The Outsider based off? What book? Stephen, Stephen King. King. Stephen King, right? Tying it right back the to outsider. all the shit here. Sucking off the dark energy and fucking... Dude, the, the moon sucks our energy, brother. That's why we sleep, mm -hmm. so it can suck our energy. That's why they say never go to bed angry, right? Because then they're fucking going to jack your swag. It's yep. just the truth, man. And we're living I was out. Go on. I was outside a bar the other day. And uh, it's funny. I wrote this down on my notes to tell you on this fucking show. And you just brought it up. The, uh, so I'm standing outside a bar. And there's fucking two girls, one gay kid. And they're just talking and, you know, talking about some shit. And I hear the and the 24 years old wearing fucking Louis Vuitton bags and fucking, <laughs> you know, you could tell they're rich. They're from ugh, a rich community. Ugh, it's in a rich yeah. town, right? Gross. Like the, the worst form of human. I'll fight so, all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I walked out as a 40 year old drunk, fucking angry conspiracy theorist ready to just start cutting, <laughs> cutting throats. So I'm sitting there watching and the one girl goes, yeah, I'm so happy I made it through my attempted suicide. And then the other kid on the fucking chair goes. Oh, my God. Like, tell me about it. What happened? And he's like, I almost killed myself a year ago. And then the girl next to him is like, I thought about it last week. Two fucking other girls walking in from the parking lot go, did you guys say you almost five fucking millennials, 25 years old with Louis Vuitton bags and the best life you can ever imagine sitting there all forming a support group, all strangers talking about how they thought about killing themselves in the last year. And it's like, this is all programming. Yeah. That's why they think like this. Yep. And Star it was cool. Arts, like, that was their, their cool moment. Like, that was their best part of the night, talking about how they almost fucking killed themselves. It's just so sad. We, you know, I've lost two friends over last year. And, like, dude, I'm sure they would, at that one second where it just fucking, when they, it was going, they're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to, you know? And it's just like, if you go back to what uh, Santo Bonacci was saying, right? Which was, uh, you know, our, our goal here in life the reason we're here, this is a prison realm, and we're here to learn, and what we got to learn is to help others. That's what we got to learn. And, when, and so let's take this back to black culture, feminist culture, all this shit, what we see in pop culture. All of it is selfish, material, try to bling, 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 rappers showing all their stacks, other people coming shooting those rappers, stealing their stacks. This is all the opposite of what we're here to learn. And this is pop culture pushed on you by Disney, by all these corporations who have riddled with pedophilia. It's just like, dude, 
I mean, like, I, listen, man, people go, oh, you're just like conspiracy. You're so, uh, uh. It's like, listen, dude, I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't more right than I was wrong, okay? I took jujitsu for a while, and I realized very quickly I sucked at it. So I stopped doing it. If I was wrong all the time in conspiracies, why would I keep doing it? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, my spider senses are telling me this coronavirus is about tanking the U.S. economy to get at Trump. That is what my fucking instincts told me right at the first time. And I had the same thing about Russian collusion. I had the same thing about 9-11. I had the same thing about weapons of mass destruction. I felt this all the time. Johnny what? So, so do you think, like he did, that it maybe escaped in China? Like it was a, people were exposed to it in China before because it tanked their economy too. Do you think? It but was, I think it was they tanked their economy on purpose. You think they did? Well, it on they purpose. need. They're not. They're not necessarily as much tanking their economy as they are eliminating. They've been doing population control forever, right? Like you can yeah. only have one kid out there. So I don't think for them it's as much tanking their economy they did as it is controlling their population yes. and taking away from the protests. You think they did so it was a positive yes. for them. Uh, what Johnny's trying to say is that they've stopped production on purpose. To stop uh, to hurt to us. Stop the stock. The companies can't sell anything if there's nothing's being made. Yeah. And therefore the stocks are going to drop because there's no production out there. And it's not like China's economy wasn't already going down the fucking drain. Didn't they, they have a protest? Already, why? Yeah. Because yeah. of Trump. Yeah, so either this way is, they were fucked. They were this like, is how do the we fix neoliberals this? and China trying to get Trump out of office? And what? so what does that mean? What is Trump? I think he's a crime boss. And crime bosses like a clean neighborhood. Satanic pedophiles don't give a fuck about anything. And that's, I, dude, let me tell you something. I rush to the internet to admit when I'm wrong. It's, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm wrong. There you go. Do your victory lap. Do your victory lap. Yo, the only good thing about it is now the earth's looking healthy. No more carbon. No more pollution from China. Oh, well, I mean, that's, all the factories are done. Dude. That's a great XG. Mark this day down. XG said the best thing he's ever said. The show. I'm just is. saying, carbon cut back. They, that's real. Though, right? He's got a story up about it right now. Yeah, I was looking it up, and he literally said, "Yo, there's a carbon cut. It's good for the. It's good for the earth." Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Social justice. Now warriors. we're all Corona fans. You don't know what. Yeah, now we're all except for Corona. What is the over and under on the new name coming out for the Corona Bear? Well, no, we should just kill Bear. everybody on the planet, and then there will be no carbon. Johnny, you're first. How about that? The he already's got AIDS. He's going down first. Johnny That's doesn't easy. have AIDS. No, no. <laughs> but here's another thing. Okay, Tommy. They call, they said, uh, oh, dude, these guys put the AIDS virus, HIV virus, and the coronavirus. Dude, so you're telling me they put HIV, which instantly dies when it touches oxygen, into an airborne fucking virus? I mean, dude, we're just like, people are just jerking off at like how weird they can make this virus. It's literally like fear porn. They're like, oh, did they put AIDS? Oh, oh, clean up bio five. They got AIDS in their fucking, you know, it's like, that's all they're doing. It's like, and I tell people, you're crazy. And listen, I'm going to be wrong coming up, and I'll tell you I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to tell you I'm going to be wrong. I'm, nothing so far has told me. I do this. I'm telling you, this is the exact thing that everything they did at Weapons of Mass Destruction, they're doing right now. 
They're having experts coming out, videos from over there, you know, government officials saying everything, rich people say it's the same exact game plan as weapons of mass destruction. You remember when they were, oh, chemical weapons are coming. You remember when that asshole in, like, either Detroit or Chicago wrapped their entire house in cellophane? Do you remember that? <laughs> and they had to be like, okay, pump the brakes, dude. I'm telling you, a pandemic or an epidemic, if that was coming, it'd be way different vibe right now. It wouldn't just be, uh, hey, man, we're, we're out of hand sanitizer. Dude, and they know we're stupid. We know Americans are gullible. Dude, they're not buying Corona beer. It's down 38% because they think it has to do with Corona. Who's well, the guy the still yeah, buying Corona beer? I want to meet that Mexican <laughs> that says, fucking, fucking punto, give me the fucking virus. <laughs> the, uh, what about anthrax? Remember anthrax back when that shit came out where everyone was afraid to open their fucking mail? Yeah, anthrax. Well, and the anthrax came from a U.S. military base. The only place that made weaponized anthrax was a U.S. military base. And who was involved with that? That, that. Uh, investigation, Robert Mueller. I mean, it's the same shit. It's the same shit. They are try- trying to fucking tank the economy because they want to get Joe Biden in, who's going to get rid of all this fucking, uh, all these investigations into all this shit. Do you, do you like, I, I'm, I'm a libertarian, right? So I've leaned republican conservative of late just because the left has gone so batshit but right. you know technically i'm, I'm let every, like you sam let everyone do whatever the fuck they want fuck your fuck your neighbor fuck your mom smoke weed do drugs i don't give a shit yeah, you know i, 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 I'm just, more I really don't it, it might be like oh that's that's not my thing and like johnny said it probably right. is who cares but, but i don't care I'm, I'm i'm not moral judging people's sexuality it's the one thing that everybody I does never, that they like they kind of don't want anyone to know about because they're Everybody's into something different. It's like, oh, dude, that guy eats pizza. I don't want him fucking working with my children. Right. He eats fucking pizza. That doesn't happen. Oh, what? Oh, his workout, dude. That guy does Pilates. You trust a guy who does Pilates? No, it doesn't work like that. Sex is the only thing that, like, dude, I like getting kicked in the nuts and being called the N word. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You know, maybe, you know, oh, I don't want him teaching the children. He likes being called the M-word in bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the one thing that people can look at you and go, freak, and then it yeah, destroys your career, right? Totally. And, and they, like, did they realize, because what's going to happen right now, right? You have everything going on with Bernie Sanders, right? All of a sudden, magically, Bucha Gag and Klobuchar drop out of the election. We know they were fucking promised fucking things with uh, Biden when he gets in. You'll be fucking secretary of this. You'll be head of this. And obviously they're trying to do this to oust Bernie and anyone who thinks that any of this shit going on super Tuesday or anything, it, it all means nothing because what's going to happen. We all know Bernie's probably going to get the delegate count going into the fucking conference. He's not going to have enough delegates to get the automatic bid. The super delegates are going to come in. They're all going to ha- unite behind this fucking senile pedophile. They're going to put Joe Biden in and then there's going to be a fucking re- revolt because these fucking purple haired psychopath Bernie Sanders fucking street thumpers are going to literally burn down America. They're going to riot. They're going to light this shit on fire. And Trump's going to strut into 2020 because they're basically going to steal the nomination from Bernie again. So do you think we have that type of civil war coming up well, in I, July? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I think they should riot. I mean, if that I would happens riot. again. Yeah, I have no problem with I, it. I mean, dude, I was, I was watching it happen in real time. That's what started the show. 
was Bernie Sanders getting ripped off the first time. Now, I'm a different person when that show started. You know, I was a Bernie guy then. I don't want any kind of... I don't... I, dude, when I say I don't want the government in anything, I don't want the government in anything. So, that applies to my guns, my voice... Women's rights. I, I, you know, you can't pick and choose, guys. I, exactly. Dude, you I can't, still think, can't pick and choose. I right. still think we could have a broker convention like you're talking about, and Hillary Clinton comes in there. That's a real Absolutely. possibility, and, dude. It, and all hell will break loose because yeah. that woman is so unself-aware. And they're all either, they're either bought off or blackmailed, and they can't say anything. Nobody's going to vote for that chick. Guess what that bitch just said? Bernie has to follow the rules. She's telling Bernie he has to follow the rules. This is an article. Where Dude, it's, it's being done on purpose, and that's what people are realizing. And it's like <laughs> I've said from the start here. Listen, man, I don't want socialism. And listen, this is a big uh, – dude, well, this is a 180 from me a year and a half, two years ago when I was talking secret pair. I kind of go, hey, take a look at fucking the VA. Ask veterans how that uh, health care – Goes there at the VA, and they'll tell you it's a fucking nightmare. I used to nightmare. take my grandfather to the VA uh, before he passed, and it was it's a night. You have to wait for hours, and the health the care there is terrible. Yeah, and all they're gonna give you is oxycontin. All they're gonna give you is oxycontin. Go to Europe. Look at the teeth of the people in Europe, and tell me they have good fucking health care and dental. Well, my whole thing is like it's like, and I'm gonna have D- uh, Smith on from the um, from the Legion of Skanks. I'm, I'm gonna have a all talk to libertarians here. Dave Smith is a good, yeah, he's a good. I like Dave Smith, representative. Of I like, and he's very smart. We, I, w- I like to have conversations with him, uh, in this, and I like, I want to talk to people because you know I- I'm a liberal, but I'm an old school liberal, which seems to be libertarian at this moment, right? That's that a libertarian seems to be now, what yeah. it is, right? And you know, it's like I want to talk to you. Why is your message no free college, no free health care, when the message should be, hey, dude? We got to get rid of costs of entry. That's why college is so expensive because they're jacking you for this. Let's get rid of costs of entry. Like, that's why doctors can't do anything when they get there. They become doctors because they're so in debt. And, and let's talk about uh, what, what was the other point I had? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Healthcare, healthcare. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about, hey, we don't. You don't want free healthcare. Look at the VA. Let's get back to free market. Let's talk about free market. Let's not talk about no. You don't want this. Let's talk about what you really want, and that is free fucking market. And the reason I think, dude, that the the Libertarian Party doesn't talk about it because just like every other party, at the top is bought out and sold, and at the base are good people. That's every fucking group I've ever met in my life. The base are wonderful human beings that just want to live, love, and laugh. And the top is sold out, corrupt bullshit. Just like the DNC. Top Perez looks like he likes to do coke with his daughter's <laughs> friends, doesn't he? Like he's just like, hey, hey, is Sarah going to come over? I got some good coke. Dad, stop trying to fuck my friends. Well, I run the DNC. I, I need a little break. <laughs> right? So it's like, dude, let's talk about things that people get behind. Like, hey, dude. You got to pay a little for college, brother. But why is tuition gone up? Because the fucking military industrial complex wants all your money, man. (laughs) That's where the money's going to. The doctors are paying into the system that the money goes to the the fucking military industrial complex. They get out of their fucking medical school and they're so in debt. They got to take whatever job that, that quickly gets offered to them. 
We need to start talking about that. If that's really what the libertarians want to do, people will get behind that. And because public schools don't have to compete. They're supported by the government, so they're not actually exposed to the free market when it comes to applying for colleges. If, if, if they had to compete with private schools, then all the costs would come down universally. It wouldn't just be private schools that are expensive. All schools would come down in price. Yeah, it should be. Free market. And do you realize, do you realize how much – they're talking about like the student loan forgiveness – do you realize what that would do to the banking system if they just forgave everyone who owed hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yeah, Where the fuck do you think these people good. owe this same. money to? And how about they owe it to Citibank, Citigroup, all these fucking companies, and that's an asset on their balance sheet that is supposed to be collected. So if you just go and forgive billions and billions of dollars of assets to all these banks that they're expecting to be receiving and charging astronomical rates over the next 20 years, what the fuck do you think is going to happen to Citigroup stock? What do you think is going to happen to Bank of America stock? And the whole fucking financial system will collapse within itself. So none of it makes sense when you take it to a deeper level, no matter what level you're talking about. And no. it's fucking stupid because it's unfair. If I went to school and I got in debt for 160000 and I ended up paying it off and so-and-so did it, that's not my job. My fault that they ended up getting a stupid-ass degree and they didn't know how to pay it off. Well, I, Actually, I, had, I, I get I, that. I went to Villanova, $175,000 in student loans I ended up paying after the four years. Paid the whole fucking thing off because I won a big daily fantasy fucking month and hit for two hundred grand. Wiped off my whole student loan debt and now I'm fucked and should have right. just let it sit. Exactly. You should have just let it sit and wait for this to come in and then you don't got to right. pay it off. It's unfair for everybody else who paid it no, off and everybody I, else who I did the work. I understand that. And Eddie Bravo brought that up, a good point about... Food trucks versus restaurants. But my whole thing is, like, let's get back to, like, dude, you're right that these restaurants have to pay all this fucking money to get to open. Let's get rid of that. Let's get yeah. rid of those Fuck fucking fees that the city charges them be so that only elites can open up restaurants. Yeah, I agree. Get mm -hmm. rid of fee of entry. Get rid of it. They'll never, they'll never do it. Yeah. I know. I would. They rather, should. Yeah, that's it. That's what we got to fight for. That's how you can get everybody united. Get rid of. You realize if I want to, if I want to go to fucking college, which I'm getting ass fucked nonstop the second I sign that that uh, agreement to go there, I could have no credit, no anything, no nothing. All I decide is I want to go to NYU or I want to go to fucking UCLA, and I'll get a fucking loan from a bank in 27 seconds. If I get out of college and decide that I want a loan for one tenth that amount. To start a business and be a productive member of society, there's a 0% chance I'm getting a loan without an 800 credit score and someone backing me and co-signing. That's what's fucked up with this country. Yeah, I, I, I do. It, it's about controlling any chance you have of getting ahead without them making a dollar. Education has become a sacred cow. It's this thing that, for some reason, everybody has to go to college. Some people just aren't off. made for college. You well, know that's saying? why Whoa. I'm like, dude, we bring back manufacturing. Stop telling me we can't yeah. manufacture no. here. And when I was in school, it was only Cal States and UCs. No one ever mentioned going to technical school. Like yeah. something right. was, was six months, something easy. Everyone, yep. well, they wanted the whole graduating class to go to a Cal State or a university college. Yeah. And, and to so, get a degree yep. in nothing. And nothing. Because no. they would tell yeah. you. Liberal arts. Actually, how many of your classes did you take? What, what was your major in college? Mm -hmm. I didn't finish it, but I went for like uh, <laughs> radio technology, like being on the All radio. Right. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever it was. In your first two years of the fucking X amount it's of classes that general you took, ed. General how ed. many of those were based on your major? Uh, nothing. It was general ed. It's called bullshit. All um, general. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Is, which All is nothing. You're paying tens of thousands of dollars to learn about fucking history and 
geography and fucking calligraphy. And I thought yeah. that I thought that was high school was for to learn the basics, yeah. and then you fucking hey, yeah. yep. newsflash! I haven't used anything from high school or college <laughs> ever. Me neither. Ever. I, I thought of how to, how to pick up women. That is the only thing I learned from college. <laughs> how to drink beer out of a funnel. Right? That's what I, learned. I learned nothing. When is the last time I ever climbed a rope to the ceiling? <laughs> when did that ever fucking come into anything? It's nothing. It's a giant scam of bullshit. And when you go, I went to radio school. I went to learn radio. And you dropped out because you're learning radio here. Yeah, because they wanted me to go get a bachelor's. And I was like... What, for what? Yeah. To learn what? Yeah. You know what it was? It was who you know. They instantly told me, uh, anyone that I asked, hey, you work in the radio industry? Should I keep going to school? They're like, it's fucking bullshit. It's who you know. Nope. It's what you know. And it's if you try. Yeah. You can come Same in here thing with thing a degree. bartending. Yeah. You know people get their bartending licenses? I was a bartender forever. You get a fucking bartender like, oh, fucking work as a bar back for fucking three weeks. And you know more than that asshole got his fucking bartending license because they're going to have to retrain way. him anyway. Film school's Film. the exact Film's same way. Same, same thing. Serious XM. I had I, I never had a communications degree. I just had a big fucking mouth and I don't shut up. But I wanted a fucking radio show. <clears throat> so I made a bunch of money betting on sports and doing fantasy sports. And I started calling in as a fucking guest. They gave me a show at fucking midnight for free. I drove into New York City. And within two weeks, I figured out, you know, how to, you know, bring a caller in. You figured out tone. You yep. figured out how to work with the producers. My producers trained me. And a year later, it was it was like nothing. That, yeah. That's how you fucking learn anything. And then you get the degree, and they're like, "Oh, do you have any hands-on experience? What the fuck are you talking yeah, ex- about?" Exactly, exactly. What you I, need I, the I, degree I, to get the experience. Yeah. They say. And then they ask you if you have the fucking experience. It's all a big fucking scheme. It's all a big game to keep everyone in debt, to keep everyone constantly chasing the carrot at the end of the road. And the bottom line is, no one ever gets there except the people who are willing to go outside the box. Be conspiracy theorists in real life. I call it conspiracy realists. I don't like using conspiracy theorists anymore because it's got a stigma. But be a conspiracy realist. Be a contrarian. Go against the fucking herd. Whatever the government, whatever your parents. The the toughest thing I ever had to say to my mom when I basically quit my huge career in stock trading to start a fucking fantasy sports company was, and this sucks because my mom is my life, I said I can't learn how to get rich from someone who's broke. And that's basically what it came. She followed all the rules. She went and started as an admin and worked her way up. Just do the opposite of what everyone fucking tells you, and you'll probably be successful. Yeah, just, dude, figure out. This is all you got to do. Figure out what you like to do and how to and make money off it. That's it. That's it. The rules are there to set to make you wait your turn. And the key is, and yep. this is like, this is what, like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you, Tommy. I want a radio show forever. Forever. Nobody would give me a radio show. Nobody yep. would because they thought it was too crazy. So now I did this show and people are flocking to it. I'm blessed. I granted I'm not doing Rogan numbers, but who is? But for what we do and the amount of shit we talk, we're doing pretty well. You know? And, and then it- you're you're but see there's a there's a there's levels to this game, right? As they say in MMA. But it's Rogan or someone like that, maybe with someone you looked at saying, Fuck, I wanna do that, right? And then you started your little thing, and now you're up to hundreds of thousands of downloads an episode, and it's, in my opinion, the best conspiracy podcast in America. Stop. And I, I, no, I swear to fucking God. I say this Keep on my pod going. all the time. I talk, <laughs> I talk about you like your baby Jesus. But, so, so, uh, so I started the No Mercy podcast, right? And I did it with sports. So it was a sports podcast for the first 62 episodes. And I kept tweeting about conspiracies. I'd listen to your shit, and I'd get the itch, right? Like I'm like, I want to have the balls to just go say what the fuck I feel about these topics, but I own this $5 million company and I can't cross the line. I'm going to lose subscribers. And finally, after listening to fucking Tinfoil Hat and Bravo, 
and Rogan enough. I finally said, fuck it. And I did episode one of the No Mercy Conspiracy episodes. And, dude, we did Michelle Obama's dick, I think, was the first one. <laughs> and, and that was our – because we were a small podcast. We were yeah. doing it for a few months. And that we, had, we were getting three, four, five thousand 5,000 downloads an episode, whatever, working our way up. That podcast dropped 15,000 downloads yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. And I went, what the fuck? Yeah. And then we've just been going and going and going. So you were my Rogan. You know, you were Man. the guy I looked at. Like, See, Johnny, fuck, if he could how do lucky it, I'll do you it. are. God. Thank you, Tommy. That's very yeah. nice. Someone's got to suck your dick on here, right? Hey, I, would, I love getting my dick sucked. Listen, I know I'm going to get told you, you let him talk. And I'm sorry. I get so excited. I just want to yell. Uh, we're, we're two Italians and I'm Italian. We just yell at each other. We got Mexican yeah. and androgynous guy over there. And we're just all <laughs> talking shit. I love you, John. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, thanks, Sam. I love it when you shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quick, because uh, I got to get back because pregnant. Pregnant lady needs me because those kids are unrelenting, even though I love them with all my, pe- my my heart. Real quick, you said you had an offer for uh, uh for the listeners of our show on your sports uh, website, your fantasy yeah. website. Yeah, so, so, uh, so outside of the No Mercy podcast, you can follow me at Tommy G on Twitter. I, I, all my shit's there. I'm a fucking sales whore, so you'll see it all there. <clears throat> but I own EliteSportsBetting.com. And EliteFantasy.com. Uh, they are. I made my living gambling, betting on sports, daily fantasy, all that. So if you want to check it out, we have a free gambling show on EliteSportsBetting.com. So EliteSportsBetting.com. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. It's free. You can go there, check it out. We give out plays for every sport, MMA, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, soccer. These are professional handicappers from Vegas. We crush. We murder. This is not some Vegas Dave bullshit. And for you guys, anyone who's listening to this show, you can go to EliteSportsBetting.com forward slash free week and use the code Tripoli when you sign in. No credit card required, nothing. It's a legit free week. And you'll get a $30 free week package where you can test the picks, whether you want to do fantasy or gambling. And uh, check it out. Come on board. We'll talk some conspiracy, talk some sports, and make some fucking money together. All right, brother. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. Uh, do the fancy over there, then go to our sponsor, BetDSI, for uh, your actual betting needs, which is uh, Tinfoil Hat, uh, or no, Hat 100. So uh, go fantasy over there, go actual betting over there. Well, no, we'll give you the picks to play at BetDSI. Bam! There we go. That's why Tommy's moved slowly up into one of my favorite guests. Look at that combo. Look at that, dude. Yeah, we'll give you the plays, go to BetDSI, fucking drop the plays in, bankrupt them over there, win money, and then we all fucking Yeah. I am excited, and thank you for the nice nice uh, comments about the show. That does I mean a lot it. to me. I, I, I honestly believe the more of these shows, the, the better it is, the less mm-hmm. they can control it. And I'm being dead serious. You know, as mammals, as animals, we get competitive. We want to be Highlanders. There's this notion that there can be only one, and I don't believe that at all. And I learned that in comedy, man. The people who just think it's boxing and it could be only one champ are like, don't go anywhere. Groups rise. And it, we all got to work together. And, like, the more, the merrier. And listen, dude, the truth is I like having people on the show that can talk for an hour, hour and a half and have knowledge on stuff. A lot of people hit me up. I'm trying my best to get everybody on. Tinfall Hat is for the people. And you got these people shit talking me because they 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 like they can't get any numbers. If they would just realize that, dude, sh- spread a little love. I'll have you on, and if you're worth anything, the swarm will find you. Because that's what the swarm does. 
Okay, this is a show of love, and we talk about hard topics, man, because no one else is doing that. Nobody else is having these conversations. Other conspiracy podcasts, of course, but I'm talking outside of our genre. Nobody's talking about this stuff because they're so afraid to do it, and I think that's a big problem. Nobody's having conversations. Just because we disagree on something doesn't mean we can't get along. I'm not just here to talk to people I only agree with. That's a boring life. And guess what? I love when you get angry about the guests because that means you heard something you didn't hear before and it made you angry. (laughs) It made you just realize that you didn't have all the answers. And that's great because that's what life is, man. We're all alike. And you know what? We could all learn a little bit from everybody else. You know, at the the bases are cool. It's a power structure problem. The people at the top are getting us all to fight with each other. That's the issue. Tommy, tell them where they can find you again. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Tommy G, Instagram Tommy G DFS. You'll see me on Triple E's feed all the time. I'm liking or favoriting or retweeting or fucking with him no matter what he posts. So Dude, I'll be over there. I love your style. I wish I was a little younger. And, and maybe before I had these kids, we could go out there and do some damage. Those days are done. Well, I'm going out with I'm going out with Romanelli soon to California. Well, you let me know, dude, and come hang out. I so love Romanelli. He's a G's. Yeah. He's doing the dojo east, and we love him to death. If you get a chance, go to the dojo at uh, Tiff's restaurant uh, in I'll Jersey. Be there it's fucking the shit, dude. We're I gonna be out place. there in June, dude. Oh fuck yeah! Me and XG and the place to be. We're gonna be at the dojo. You'll see. Uh, Johnny, how good was that? Uh, you're the best, Tommy. You're the best. Thank you, guys. I'm so glad we could Thanks, finally guys. make it happen. And let's do this on a regular basis, brother. 100%. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Guys, have a great weekend and love you. And thank you for the support. Without you, we'd just be talking to ourselves. And guys, if you know people want to hear, find your favorite podcast episode. Don't just give them the latest one. Give them the one you love the most. You're like, fuck, that blew my mind. Take them. Give it to your friend. Go listen to this. Get through their well-crafted uh, ad reads. Please tell them not to fast-forward it and listen to the ad reads. And then listen <laughs> to the show. And if they like it, have them introduce it. Now, five, find, five, find five people and help spread the word. You guys are the best. We love you very much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being with me during this crazy weekend. So I thank you. Tommy G, you're the best. We'll do it again soon. And, uh, yeah, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend.